0: So step number five, we call that the ultimate entrepreneur. What becomes a man and a woman when money's not a thing? How do you give back? How do you go set up education systems in Mexico? How do you go set up running water in rural parts of Africa? How do you, like, the ultimate entrepreneur is your legacy play.
1: Hello, welcome to the Evolve Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Oliam Merkeys, and I just want to give a huge shout out to Icon Industries, Shane times three, Steven, the whole crew here. We couldn't do what we do without you. We appreciate you. And without further ado, Mike Barron behind my media. What's up,
0: welcome. Man? Let's go, baby. Thanks this for is, having me, this man. Is, uh, this is your zone. You belong Dude, in that chair. I, I feel more. I think that chair was made for you. <laughs> Before we start, I was sitting like this. When you said go, I was like, all right, cool. All right, I'm ready. Are, are so, you? <laughs> I'm ready, baby. buddy. You look, you look
1: ready, and I've been so looking forward to this. So, um, I remember hitting you up on Instagram okay. and saying, "Hey, do you want to come to the podcast?" And you responded immediately and made it happen. So, most people that achieve the success that you do, they don't reply that quick. How come you engage people so quickly on social media? Talk about that for a second. Cause I just, I, I wanted to give you a huge shout out for that. That was really, really impressive that you made the time to make that happen.
0: Okay. The real answer. That wasn't me. I have four people to handle my social media. Nice. I don't do my stories. I don't do my IGs. I don't schedule my dentist appointments, which we can get into. I don't do my old, someone else got to go do that shit. Okay. Yeah. And how did you, okay. And that's great. It doesn't matter because I didn't know any
1: different, right? So what my point to you is, how did you get to that point of building limelight? How did that story and journey begin? Because this is a space everyone wants to get into. Right. And it's really, really difficult to achieve success. So how were you able to do it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So now, um, sometimes my questions are, are, excuse me, sometimes my answers are long-winded. So, you know, be forewarned. Okay. So when so i was in corporate right and we can i'll tell you the whole story but i was in corporate i wanted to be great i wanted to be successful i wanted lamborghinis i wanted rolexes i wanted freaking mansions i wanted all that um but then somehow some way that that kind of like that went away and i went in corporate i climbed the corporate ladder i actually was a career advisor i went from career advisor to director within the first year number one guy i went from director to regional on year two I went from uh, regional to campus president in a matter of three years. I'm like 27 years old, no college degree, juvenile felon. I'm a fucking president out of college, right? So the school ends up losing accreditation. I got hired by another school. Mike, we know you. We know your your background. We know you're the guy. We're in a situation where we can lose accreditation, but like it's kind of a sinking ship. But we think you're the guy that could get a floating gimp. I took the risk, did it. Six months later, school shut down. Boom. So I was pissed off that I can do these good things in corporate. I could be number one. And even then I can still get a middle finger to the, the man. I was pissed off. One day I'm a president. Next day I'm unemployed. Okay. I'm 27 years old. I can't even look in the mirror. Okay. So I, I told my wife, I said, this shit will never happen to me again. I was like, you know, working 60, 70 hours a week. Getting uh, the carpet pulled, that will never happen again. I'm doing my own deal. She's like, "Um, okay, what are you thinking? I'm like, dude, I build build websites. Like, you know, I do the internet. You know, I'm good at the social media. I'm gonna start a website company. She's like, can you do that? I was like, hell yeah, I can do that. For sure, absolutely. She's like, I trust you. I had a six month grace period because I had unemployment checks. So I had a, you know, just a little bit of money coming in to figure this thing out. So um, I started off, I started doing everything. I was the sales guy, the appointment setter. I was the website builder. I was the payroll guy. I was freaking the coffee guy. I was every damn thing. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, we kept hustling. Now we're going to go to 2018. Now I started in 2015, about about 2017, 2018. I'm doing a quarter million a month. Okay. I meet a coach. This dude's name is Ken Daniels. And he's like, Mike, tell me about what everybody does. Like a consultant, okay? I must be paying him about three, four grand a month. Okay. Gage does this. Cody does this. Gage does this, and and freaking Michael Rosenberg does this. He's like, back up. What does Gage do? I'm like, Gage does funnels. Gage does you know appointment setting and sales. When he need help, he'll do payroll. Uh, Gage also helps out with treasury, uh, counts you know receivables. Gage does A, B, and C. He's like, the fuck. He's like, dude, I'm surprised this, these these guys haven't took you out back and shot you in the head. I'm like, why you say that? Dude, you're going to drive them crazy. He, he's like, you're going to drive them crazy. I'm like, Ken, listen, Gage could do more. He's like, bro, when we're done, when I'm done with you, I'm going to turn you from a hustler to, a, to an operator. He's like, I'm going to teach you engineering and business. I'm like, okay, t- what, what, what is it? What, what are we talking about? It's like conversation one. He's like, if you want to scale a business, you need to have departments of specialized people that have specialized jobs. One person does treasury. One person does closing. One person does funnel building. I said, okay. Long story longer, we started building out an org board. We started building out a you know a whole freaking systems and processes and, and procedures on every damn thing. So what I found as the entrepreneur, I was damn near good at anything. I was better at videography than our videographers, I was better at closing than our best closers. I was better at treasury than our treasury. So I just took myself, documented it on a fucking SOP, and I'm like, okay, here's the trainings, and we started scaling up. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you more. So um, I believe in something called the uh, journey, of the entrepreneur five step sales pro- uh, five step process. It's a real game right here, okay. So every entrepreneur on their way to financial freedom goes through this, okay? Step number one, and I'm told to you, kind of long answer. Step number one, we call that skill up. Hey, Mike, I want to make a whole bunch of money. Hey, Mike, I want to get rich. Okay, cool, right? You have to have the skills, though, to pay the bills, okay? So let me elaborate. Um, You go to third grade school right down the street. Little Susie, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a veterinarian. Oh, good job, Susie. Hey, Robbie in the back, what do you want to be? I want to be a doctor. Okay, Joseph, what do you want to be? I want to be a, a lawyer. So these young ass kids in third grade, they not always, but they start picking professions that are doctors, lawyers, attorneys, engineers. They figured out that you want to make fucking bread. You have to have a high ticket skill set. I could be the best barista at Starbucks. I'm never going to drive a Bugatti. If that's the motivation to, to get rich, I could be the best Denny's server. I'm never going to fucking get rich. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to answer, I'm going to put in the whole circle. Step number one, you got to skill up. You have to have the skills to pay the bills. Okay. Step number two, we call that startup. Okay. You got the skill. You got the degree. Go do something, man. Don't get a fucking degree and just sit there in your mom's basement. Okay. So we go skill up. Now we go startup. up Okay. Step number 3 is called scale up. Okay, so Mike learned how to sell and close deals at a high level. Okay, great. Well, shit, let me apply. Oh, damn. Now I'm like, I close Connor McGregor. I close Patrick Bed David. Oh, I close Solar City. Oh, damn, I got something here. Okay, let me let me go recreate myself. At least get 80% of my of myself and now I'm in scale up. Now I basically have at this level you could do anything, but you can't do everything. Mm. I Right. You know, what if I was the only appointment center closer? I wouldn't be, do- I have to go yeah. recreate myself these different disciplines. So we go skill up, uh, start up. We go scale up. Okay. Two more steps. Step number four is called, uh, it's called sell up S E L L up. Same thing. I could do anything, but I can't do everything. So at this point I have a business, I have an operation, it's working. Cool. How do I take my philosophies, my systems and processes, and how do I deploy these into other different businesses, possibly even in different industries? So um, I'll give you an example. I own a dog training company and I don't even own a dog. I own a personal training company and I don't work people out and I'm not certified. Uh, we we uh, I had a coaching business for car rental companies and I don't have a car rental company. So in the sell-up what I do, okay, is I find other brilliant entrepreneurs. They have the horsepower. They have the IQ, right? They, they have it. They have a good idea. And I'll give you fucking, I'll give you an hour a week. I'll guide you and, and deploy our systems into your business. And if you do this, you could possibly do what I'm doing or even better. So I own over 12 businesses using my processes. And you guys got to do the fucking work. You get an hour for me, maybe now. And I just need 25% equity. Oh yeah, by the way, you—it's uh, it's 50,000 just to have the conversation at the table. Okay? That's Shark Tank, by the way. Okay, so we go skill up, we go start up, we go scale up, we go sell up. So step number five, we call that the ultimate entrepreneur. What becomes a man and a woman when money's not a thing? How do you give back? How do you go set up? education systems in Mexico, how you go set up running water in rural parts of Africa. How do you like, I don't want to go to downtown anymore. See Hilton. And I, I'm not mad at Hilton, but I want to see fucking Baron. I don't want to see Mary. I want to see Baron. It's my, the ultimate entrepreneur is your legacy play. It's Aria, my middle child. It's Juliana, my oldest. Okay. It's Marina, my newborn girls. It's been fun. I'm 124 years old. Here's all my fucking real estate. Don't fuck this up. Ugh. It's it's your legacy play. It's your give back. It's I knew your dad, you know, from back then. He was a great fucking guy. So the reason why I tell you that story, because the question was like, how did you get into that point? What we're doing today? Well, I fucking skilled up. I started up. I scaled up and sell up and knocking on the door of the ultimate entrepreneur. So you're not there yet. Oh, no, I don't. I don't believe I'm ever going to be there, man. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to stop the they put me in a box.
1: Yeah, Mike. And and, uh, when you say that, like, I'm never done. It's like, no matter what I accomplish, it's what's next.
0: Yeah. What's next? You know what they like to say, though? It's a gift and a curse. No, it's fucking not. It's a gift. Yeah. Yeah. My creator made me a fucking... OCD ADHD fucking psycho. That just needs a bang on a rock. And I just need something to do all damn day. I so. think I just met my best friend, by the way. No, so dude, um, we're going to be fucking boys.
1: We were talking about uh, you were, I say a lot of bad words, man. I don't care. Okay. This is an adult only podcast. Okay. So sorry, kids. not, not <laughs> that sounded bad. I uh, Ken Daniels. Mm-hmm. <clears <clears <throat> what I'm was messing up your shot? Right? No. You're with my, okay. Shot. Okay. No, we got three cameras. You're golden. You're I golden. Got, we'll little we'll little get little all your beautiful okay. angles. Okay. <laughs> um, what was the what was the one lesson that you took away from Ken that you still hold on to today?
0: Um, you know, it's funny, man. It's like so. I've uh, Russell Brunson, you know the name. Yeah, I gave him a hundred. We I I committed to a hundred and fifty k last year with him. Swiped really? the fucking Amex. Oh shit, it went through. <laughs> oh fuck, great. Yeah. So I spend. I'd say anywhere from 150 to a quarter million dollars on uh, mentorship each year. Mm, nice. Yeah. But it's always those one-liners that have changed my life. Yeah. You know, it's it wasn't, how was it hanging out with Russell for 12? It wasn't that. It was, I seen him at the urinal. He said one thing and a light bulb went off and I did it. And fucking $22 million showed up like 18 months later. Um, I said it earlier. So Ken Daniels. He said, Mike, um this 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 thing about creating a business, it's it's more smarts, it's more engineering, it's more intelligence than fucking being a hustler. You're a hustler, we know that. We know you sold candy when you were 12 years old. What what you've done has got you there, but to get to the next, that shit's not gonna work. You have to create systems, you have to become an engineer. It's it's um uh, it's like business chemistry. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that was that was it. But he told me one, one sentence and I was like, I got it. I got it. Done. That's why I'm paying you. Done. Let's roll. What do I got to do? What's the next step? Yeah. So you, how do you take when you get
1: something that hits you? Mm. Like you're at the mm. urinal with Russ and Brunson. Mm. And mm. How do you take that
0: and actually make it into realization? I'm going to give your audience for one person watching a million dollars piece of information right now. Watch this. Seems like you put some Hennessy in there. I'm just joking. No. Okay.
1: That's after. Okay. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. Okay. So watch this. Um, You know, what's you know, what's fucked up, man. People's mind, they can get any piece of information and receive that as truth. You're laughing because it probably resonates with you. They see some bullshit on Instagram. COVID's going to kill everybody. Uh-huh. It, you know, the media, I'm not a media hater, but I just, The data I got is media is just, they create, you know, a lot of uncertainties. They fucking have an agenda, whatever it is. So a lot of people I meet that are not really, we're all humans, but I'm talking about people that are producing at a high level. They can get any piece of information and accept that as truth. Okay. Don't want to talk shit, but my mother-in-law is taking marital advice from a gal who's been divorced four times. How does that make sense? Doesn't make any sense, right? Mm-hmm. So how do I how do I know if I can accept this as a law, like a known law in the physical universe? Okay. This is what I do. And this is, is real as shit. So the very first thing I do is I check the credibility of the individual. Not, not not at Russell Brunson, the funnel guy. Who the hell is Russell Brunson? Does he beat his wife? Does he hit his kids? Does he snort shit in his nose? What is the validity? What is the ethics and validity of the individual as the man or the woman? That's one. Number two, what is the validity of the subject they're speaking on? Hey, Mike, this is what I want to tell you about funnels. Who the hell is Russell Brunson? Oh fuck. He's like the leading authority in the whole planet. So I say, okay, this guy's, you know, like valid. This guy's definitely more than, you know, like freaking competent to speak on the subject he's speaking on. Number three, does this even make sense for me? Just because Russell said it about funnels, I don't got to accept it. You know, I don't. Oprah Winfrey and her coaches could say, yeah, it's good to beat your kids. That, that, may, that may not fucking make sense to me. So if I could say yes, okay, yes and yes, then I will take that information and accept it as fucking law. Like you can't tell me no other until you show me fucking proof. So what I do, what you want to do, listen to me. You wanna stand guard at the door of your mind and not let any bullshit just enter your psyche. Okay, I'm gonna take marital advice from someone who's been divorced for no, I don't nope, not Hey, I'll acknowledge you, we'll have a good conversation. I'm not gonna say I'm too good or fuck you, and no, Diana, don't bring this one. I'm not doing that. I'm nice, I'm polite, I'm friendly, I'm welcoming. That's her view, she can have it. I can acknowledge it and okay, but it doesn't mean I'm gonna let it in as my truth. So if I could say again, yes, yes, and yes, I'll move out the way. Okay, <laughs> let's get to work. <laughs> yep, you know. So once you have those three fundamentals, the focus is on. It's on. You know, so like, you know, it's crazy nowadays, you can get mentored by a billionaire. I'm getting mentored by a billionaire right now. I've never met, his name's Tillman Fertita. This dude is the number one restaurateur on the planet. Okay. I, I just ate at Mastro's um, in the Palm Desert area slash Palm Springs. That's one of his joints this past weekend. This cat also owns the Houston Rockets. So when I watch his YouTube, when I watch the YouTube videos, I don't really, if he's talking about business, I don't really, the builders already organized the data for you. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? He's a beast. I saw him on Tom Bill You. Oh, he's local too is he no 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 Tom Bilyeu no Tom Bilyeu is the on guy I'm thinking about another cat David I I gotta get the last yeah Tom Bilyeu yeah yeah I seen that yeah
1: for so you're getting mentored
0: by him for Tita just fucking watching YouTube wow not directly yeah that I'm getting mentored by watching the damn YouTube video that Tom Bilyeu video I've watched over and over and over and over yeah it's crazy
1: yeah (laughs) even at this, at this juncture, you've achieved success. You still have an open mind to learning more. How come, what instilled that within you to have an open mind, to continue to learn and know when to shut your mouth so that way you can learn?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I heard it, but give it to me one more time. You got it. So (laughs) you've achieved a lot of success.
1: You got the resume, you got the results but I could see the growth mindset in you. Yeah. So what what instills, cause you're leveling up. You're like, hey, these are the next things that yeah. are coming. I gotta level yeah. up. I gotta skill up.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Okay. what
1: what instilled that within you in regards to how you grew up where you still have that open-minded and you don't think. Yeah.
0: I would say getting in the room and getting in proximity with people doing more than me, mm. you know, um, getting in the room with, like I used to work at Grant Cardone's office had a short stint there. I got there and I was like, "Oh fuck, I don't know anything." You know, I was number 1 in corporate. I got went over there and got my ass whooped. And just the think of these guys, the magnitude of the think woke me up. And once 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 the dragon got woke up, I was like, "Oh fuck." So I went to a, a track club also this weekend. It's called Thermal Club. They call it the most exclusive uh racetrack in the country to get access you have to buy a property of land at the track, and you have to build a minimum of a $4 million house on the property. Okay? Most of them are like $10 million from what I've been told. Just to have access to this track. That doesn't mean, you know, you have no more fees. You have an annual fee as well. So, the reason I was invited, because I have a relationship with O'Gara, Lamborghini of La Jolla. So, invited me out. So I go there, dude. I'm like, fuck, I ain't done shit, dude. This guy here has his $10 million house on the most prestigious track, and he has fucking, what, $30 million in uh, uh, McLaren's? And he's here, how often is he here? He's like here, what, twice a year? I need to think bigger. Mike, you think this is dope? Wait, do you see this jet? He has a, I I need it. That inspires me. It's a game to me. Again, I'll be political. I'm nice. I'm friendly. Dude, I'm fucking competitive. That son of a bitch can do it. I can do it. Okay? So let me back up now. The best thing I can tell uh, young people that want financial freedom, and really anybody, but specifically young people, it is to think bigger sooner. To think bigger sooner. Okay? I'll give an example. I'm 16 years old. All I wanted to do at McDonald's, my first job, all I wanted to do was become a team lead because I can get twenty five more cents, so I can get my car faster. Who knew I'd become? Who knew I'd become a team lead in four months? Okay, I end up going to the grocery store now. Fuck fast food! I'm back in groceries, baby. I wanted to uh, go from a bagger to a uh, meat cutter because the meat cutters get like twenty two bucks an hour. Who knew I'd do that in the first year? I go into corporate. I'm a career advisor. My my goal was to become a director. I knew if I became a top producer, I would have leverage to become a director. One year later, I became a director. Fuck, I'm going to be the best director because if I do that, then I could, uh, I could become a regional. If I become a regional and take on more responsibility, I'll get more money and I might be able to get a Mercedes at some point. I did that. Okay, cool. So I do that, become a president. If I become the best regional, I become on and on and on. So now, when I exited corporate, I'm like, dude, I'm going to become a fucking multimillionaire. I'm going to become, I got hooked up on personal development. Yeah. That's why personal development, Eric Thomas, uh, uh, Bob Proctor, you know those names, freaking uh, um, GC again, Tony Robbins, all those cats, right? I started, I got hooked up on that. So I started believing in myself. I'm like, fuck this, dude, we're getting rich. Diana, my wife, we ain't getting rich. We're getting rich, rich. So I started telling myself I'm going to become a millionaire. For the first time, dude, this year, because I'm not going to say it and not be true. Because when I say it, I'm making a committed decision. Mm. So this year, I started telling myself, I'm going to become a billionaire. What's the point? If I was 16 years old telling myself, I'm going to become a billionaire by just changing the target, I know for a fact I would shorten up the the gap. I didn't have that level of, of ambition and awareness at 16 early twenties, late twenties. And so that that's why you know, get around big hitters, get around players, get around people like you get around freaking, you know, people that are at the thermal club think bigger. So that that's my, my, yeah,
1: that's so, I, so, you uh, know, I mean, the, the sense that I get is, you know, you belong in those rooms. It's just a matter of how do I mm-hmm. get access and who do I
0: connect with to make those things happen? Yeah. But I didn't, I knew, I knew I had the skills. I just knew, I knew I could fuck anyone up in corporate. I just, everywhere I worked. I was how come? How did you know? By my, my results at my work ethic. I knew I had, I had, um, um, I, I knew how to, a, like a, a natural ability just, just to produce, not just through the hours I put in, but, um, this is one of my favorite words, aptitude. One's natural ability to to do something. Yeah, you know, you got your, like your your one of your older cousins, your older brother. You're like, man, that dude just has the golden touch. He's good at baseball. He's good at football. He's good at picking up girlfriends. I knew I had that ability. However, uh, as I'm starting to come up, man, I was I was I was afraid of getting in those rooms. I was afraid to go in Louis Vuitton. I was terrified. I'll look in there. I want to go in there because I didn't think I was deserving. Oh shit, dude! I'm from Section Eight, bro. My mom had me sixteen. We we we're, we've always been poor. We've been poor forever. We've been poor.
1: Yeah. So, but you, but you, you, your, your trajectory, like your legacy is so different now.
0: Y- yeah. You know, we, we, I didn't, I didn't make it, but I'm making it, you know, you're making it, <laughs> you know, I was at Lamborghini today and, uh, you know, we're checking out a Bugatti. Go watch my stories. Okay. Uh, i I fucking must about six supercars in the last two and a half years. I was terrified to go to Lamborghini because I was insecure. Like, I didn't belong here because I always identified myself as a street kid. I always identified myself as a, you know, a, a, a Section 8 kid that's fucking from the streets and people like that don't like me. And so I, I had to handle myself. I was afraid of money, I was afraid of asking for money. Therefore, I wasn't attracting money. So it was a process, dude. I'm 39, man. You know, it, it was. Fuck, me, I think that's the most <laughs> impressive thing, bro. It was a slow. You burn. look like you're in your like early 30s. I'll take it. Shit, I'll
1: you're 39. Yeah, you're aging well. <laughs> it. Cold showers. No. <laughs> yeah. um, Thank you, man. Mike, I uh, genuinely this is the first time we've uh, we've ever met. I, yeah. I, I gotta. You, you bring the right energy
0: and right vibe, man. You bring you, the fam. right things out there. Thank you, bro. I know. Th- I know. I know now there's, there's something we can do, whatever it is. However, I can flow you power, support you. I'm sure you'll do the same, but Absolutely. it makes no sense. We're we're right here yeah. in the city, dude. Done. You you said something and I don't want uh, our
1: audience to miss out on this because yeah. it really, uh, it, it stopped me in my tracks. Okay. And I wasn't going to bring it up to you before we got started. Okay, You said in San Diego, we don't collaborate yeah. in the media space. Yeah. The way other cities do. Yeah. And my question for you is, what does it matter if we collaborate, in your opinion?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like, I don't give a fuck where I go, what I become, where I, You're you're always going to see me with this. I'm a son of San Diego. I'm proud of this city. I've seen a lot of people come from the city, and I've seen them get on platforms. I'm talking about A-list, red carpet, the whole shit. And you would never know. And I don't want to talk shit about nobody, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell, I'm very vocal about this. I'll tell guests like, yeah, you know, so-and-so's from the San Diego. What the hell? I would never guess. Exactly. So I, I, I've, San Diego's such a weird place. It's one of the most, it's one of the most, it's my favorite place in the whole planet. Period. I'm never leaving this place. Okay. And it's one of those places that slept on. I have business partners in OC. And before they met me, they're like, man, I've never been down here. I'm like, fuck you mean? We border each other. Right. I, I, you know, I got friends in LA. Yeah, we don't go down. People don't know. They don't know about San Diego. It's such a beautiful place. So I feel like it's important for us as a city to fucking let the whole world know how great we are. Mm. I go to Houston, Texas, dude. In the restrooms at our local freaking restaurant. Astros. Astros. Plane. Astros Network. Astros. I'm like, why don't we fucking have that in the city? So now we talk about collaboration, right? Um, And uh Let me tell you why I'm a little more pissed off. There was a guy who popped off in the music scene on a national level. Okay. Uh, Rob Stone. You listen to rap? Old school rap. I'm sorry. The new guys, I don't understand the new guys. There's a song. You may know it. It's all all over the radio. It's called Chill Bill. Yeah. It's from Kill Bill. Kill Bill. So this dude blew up and he's on the national circuit now. And he's opening up for the biggest celebrities on the planet. So this guy- as he's blown up, he's already blown up. He has a, a show in North Park where I to live. Guess what happened? Some local fuckers rushed the stage, messed up his whole set, game over. We need this guy is putting our sitting on. He's with yeah. big boy in the neighborhood talking about where he's from and how San Diego. And we as a group are gonna go tear down his thing. Go to Charger game when they used to be here more Raider fans than the damn, I'm done with that shit. So I, I, I feel like, um, yeah, let's go. I feel it. you, You know, I'm not into that dude. Like,
1: yeah, I, when you talk about San Diego, I, I think, uh, COVID helped people understand what a magnificent city this is. That's why our home prices are through the roof right yeah, now. Ridiculous. Yeah. Which <laughs> Tell me about it. being a real estate, it's, it's, I get it. Right. And you being an advocate for San Diego. Yeah. That, that's, uh, that's a little different. I, I that was unexpected. I wasn't expecting that from you. I didn't <laughs> know you were so passionate about the city and being an advocate for it.
0: Dude, when I'm not... Working. I'm with my family. And when I'm with my family, I do my car shit. But when I'm with my family, two to three times a week, we jump in the car Mm -hmm. and we go cruise this beautiful place. You will catch me in La Jolla, going up and down Mount Soldad. You will see me go down uh, uh, um, to PB, to, to the roller coaster, sunset. You'll see me go downtown. You'll see me in Little Italy. You'll see me in Logan Heights. You'll see me in Southeast San Diego. And we're just driving my family listening to music, just enjoying this beautiful place. And we're working on our dreams. Yeah. yeah I love this place, dude. Yeah.
1: And Aaron working on his dreams in San Diego. This is a nice place to work on your dreams.
0: It is, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a lot to talk about working on my dreams, but um, we can come back to that. I, yeah. Go ahead. I love that you're a manifester. You're like,
1: uh, every time I set a goal. So let's talk about goal setting for a second. Love that. Let's How go. is it? That you achieve so many of your goals and cut the, cut the time down to achieving them. What is it that exactly that you do? Cause you talked about young people and I'm really, really passionate. I have three boys. You have three girls. Yeah. That's you're a champion, by the way. Thank you, man.
0: I don't think it it. it gets rough, man. (laughs) We got a girl cat too, but (laughs) anyway, you got a girl cat too. Yeah, One gets mad. They're all fucking mad at me. Yeah. I see that. (laughs) I see that. I see it. I was raised by all women though. You were? My, My dad was never in my life. My real dad. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, you're, you're a real man and a real dad. There you go. Thank right.
0: You. Yeah. Goals. Well,
1: what's the, what's up? Yeah. Let's get back to goals. Okay. So what, it, what is it that you specifically do to achieve your goals and yeah. cut the timeline? Yeah. Yeah. And just such a shorter period of time.
0: Okay. So, you know, standing guard at the door of your mind. I listened mm-hmm. to a Bob Proctor thing. Must've been uh, a decade ago. And what Bob Proctor talks about, he says that. Uh, everything exists. Okay. And specifically everything you want, that six pack, that beautiful spouse, that car, that house, that lifestyle, that ex, that kids living the best expression of themselves and going to Harvard, everything that you want exists either in this state or another, either in this universe or this life or another, it or exist. So when I was, uh, a teenage kid, or when I was a young kid, and we were broke as shit, and we lived in Section Eight. I lied to myself. I said I'm gonna, I'm gonna own a Rolex one day. When I, at, at the same age, I said I'm gonna drive a Lamborghini one day. It, anyone that would listen to me, would like, dude, you're full of shit. You're funny. You're hilarious. You're a comedian. But it, it existed. It, it like it, it, this didn't just land here. The cars didn't just land here. That you know, the stuff we're doing today did not just land here. Diana, we're gonna be, a, I'm gonna be a businessman. It already existed either in this state or the next, it it, it already exists. Okay. It, in this lifetime or two lifetimes. So now that I know that, I know that anything could be achieved.
1: Mm.
0: I know that. Fuck. Fucking right. I, the Bugatti we're looking at today. Someone asked me, they're like, is that your next car? I was like, that's already done. Really? I, I, it's done. Promise you it already exists. 100%. So with, okay. So now I go to uh, the thermal club see 1.5 million dollar uh McLaren Senna I see it this much in my peripheral. I'm like done that that car's mine I told Nolan today I said hey listen I'm gonna get the SVJ but that's the next one like it's done so what's the point the point is this if I know that anything could be achieved if I know my kids could fucking become anything you know they want to become it doesn't become a matter of can this be done right is this possible I don't know. It's not sure. You know, there's it, there's only like six of those in the whole world. I, I don't. You know, it's very I, that doesn't. There is no counter intention. It don't even fucking register. So now the game is not can I do it because of course it already exists. The game becomes how do I shorten the timeline? Okay. Love <laughs> <laughs> that. Come on, baby. Uh, I, we we, we, we have fun. I'm gonna. I'm gonna.
1: Do you know what I took away from that? For your three daughters, you're basically eliminating all the limiting beliefs by showing them that anything in this world is fucking achievable. I want
0: to talk about that. And I know you asked questions, but I'm talking a lot right now. Okay, so check this out. Um, So now it's, um, shit, this is. 2018 and got the mercedes now whatever we're you know we're living the real promenade in mission valley $3,200 luxury apartment i feel like i'm the shit whatever i'm starting to feel it you know so um we're driving on texas by the old stadium there's the new one now and so what is that five years so my daughter's eight at the time just one daughter at the time juliana and my wife goes to correct her we left target juliana i don't want you to think that every time you go to the store, you're gonna get something. We're not gonna buy you a toy every time you go to the store. I, I, I no, you, you, no. Stop asking us. No, normal kid. I want this. Yeah. I want this. I want this. I want this. Normal kid. So, like, we're about to go home. I'm holding on to that. I can't wait to fucking because I don't want to like shoot down my wife's idea in front of my daughter. Does it bother you? Like, oh fuck, yeah. did you get okay? I almost what, got a rash. Bothered you? Okay, so, so. We got the car. I talked to her on the ones, right? Hey, Diana, you know, um, whole thing about Juliana, okay? Hey, babe, the reason why I'm working so hard, the reason why you're working so hard, the reason why we're we're making sacrifices is because we I want the freedom to say, fuck, if she wants a toy, any damn time to goes to so she can get a toy. Fuck. If money wasn't a thing, could she get a toy? Yes. But on the flip side, she will learn principles. She will have respect. She will work hard. She will learn, you know, the importance of actually earning, you know, nice things. I'm not. But I said, Deanna, I when when I was a kid, you know, what? when I was her age, you know, what? everyone told me that raised me can't have that. We can't afford that. You can't have uh, Super Nintendo. You can't have the new game. You can't have those new shoes. No, we can't afford that. No, no. I don't want that. I don't want that for my daughter. I want her to be a fucking eagle and fly. Yeah. It's just, it's money, dude. Oh it's just goodness. paper. They yeah. print it. There's no shit. Nothing. It's fucking nothing. Yeah. What's important is your happiness. What's important is your health. What is important is fucking abundance, love, relationships. So I told her that. And uh, because I don't want my, do- okay. We got a lot to talk about. I, I this is what I believe, okay? I'm, I'm going to tie it up. I believe. You know, granted, you know, kids not born with like illness or no, you know, mental situations, average baby. We take a two, three-year-old to, to Target. My daughter's three. Go walk, go by the toy section. I'm with this, I with this, I with this, I'm with this. So how the fuck do you go from that to be walking out of high school and you're 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 totally like caved in? I believe the baby is reaching. They're expanding. They want these nice things. They're not afraid of money. And then society happens. And they're like, nope, nope. Be realistic. Nope, nope. Now you fast forward 15 years, kids walking to high school, and he just wants a fucking studio and get a decent job where you know he can make a living because he's been told no, 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 yep. no, no. And that's what happened to me. Yeah, I was 60 years old selling candy. And uh, I was selling candy to everybody. And my 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 pitch was like, help me fund my Rolex. I was like, dude, be a good. Help me fund my Rolex. Help me fund my Rolex, right? So I'm like in cor- I'm like exiting corporate. I run into this chick from tenth grade, and uh, you hit her. She's like, yo, Mike B, what? what's up, dude? Good to see you, man. She's like, did you ever? Did, where's your Rolex at? Did you ever get it? It fucked me up. Ooh, because that hurt, huh? Because I, I I got off the horse. At 16, I was going to get a Rolex. I was going to become a millionaire. I was going to get a Lamborghini. And I got punched here. I got punched here. I, I had to become, let, Michael, you know, you have to be, come on, let's be realistic. Michael, not everyone's going to make it. Get realistic. What's your plan? Go get that fucking job. Be realistic. Wow. So when she said that, dude, it, it, it hit me like a fucking ton of bricks. Because I, I gave up on my dreams. Yeah, so that's that. That's why I tell you the story about Jalen could have anything, be anything. She, what, whatever. There's no restrictions, dude. It already exists. It's already there, man. Because you eliminated them. Yeah. You guys eliminated it. Fuck yeah. That's a
1: beautiful story, man. Thank you, bro. Like <clears throat> you have an appreciation for what you've achieved and how you're changing the trajectory of what expectations are.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely hundred percent.
1: I think mean, that's the most powerful things that you've said the whole time is like, um, and I totally vibe with that because for my boys right now, what I'm focused on is how do you become hard if you don't do
0: hard shit every day? It's, it's, when you, when you find out, let me know. It's really not going to happen. It's not, no way. No. It's it, just not possible. No, no. But I want I want to piggyback on that. This is why I do dumb shit because I got to get comfortable to force my growth. So I take this cold shower that fucking sucks every morning. Terrible. Horrible. Don't like it. This is why I go to the gym at five a.m. because it sucks for most people. This is why, um, I love, I I love you, bro. Dude, I'm in. No, no, I'm in. I'm on, I'm on the, my bear fan (laughs) bro, bro. We're, we're, uh, you're my spiritual brother now, man. This is. Okay. So watch this. Um, whoever's watching this has to be very careful how they receive this because the wrong person is going to take it and, and they're going to fucking be in a bad situation. Yes, you got to save money. Okay, we're talking about financial freedom. Yes, you got to stay, stay, make money, store money, invest money, whatever. But there's pressures I put on myself to force my growth. So, um, you know, I got my, my E-class. Diana, you know, if I put, you know... 50K in her pocket each month for the next three months, would you be open to the idea of me getting Lamborghini? No, no, no. Okay. I I heard you, but let me just give it to you again. If, and only if, I bring home 50K a month and put it in her pocket for the next three months, would you be open? Yes. Shit, she should never say that. Day 91, guess who else calling? So now... I must be shit. My E class must have been, I don't know, 800, 9,000. Lamborghini now goes up to 4,500. So that Lamborghini turned into fuck, I bought a a Eurus, I bought an STO. I went from my $3,200 apartment to a uh, a $6,500 house to a $10,000 mortgage. It's called leapfrog theory. Yeah. What I do is I put these external pressures on myself that forces me to get on the damn bike. Because one of two things is going to happen, dude. I'm going to die. Not not body death, but like, I'm going to die. Like, the going goes away. Or I'm going to die. Or we got to move out this, you know, uh, Del Mar home and go back into our apartment. Or I'm going to rise to the occasion and it's going to level me up. Not mo- mo- The average person cannot deal with that. But I'm consistently putting pressure and almost even stress on myself. To force that growth,
1: what do you what do you do every day to be able to level up to that uh, and leapfrog it? You know that self pressure that you put on yourself yeah. is pretty impressive. Like, <clears throat> what allows you? Like, how do you keep yourself sane to be able to do that?
0: I start. I, I'll notice it, dude. Like, I'm gonna be real with you, dude. Um, I'm still 12 hours a day, no problem. I'm still 5 a.m. in the morning. I'm still gonna go balls of the wall. But then I'll I'll catch myself. And, dude, I'm, like, fucking lazy. Because on my come up, and I ain't really done a lot yet, on my come up, I would go to sleep in my laptop at 3 in the morning. I would, like, that's what it took to get the rocket ship going. Like, I'm not doing that today. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, did I fucking, like, get softer? What? Like, so I I, I just know what it was. I just, sleeping at the office, just fucking... It, it, it dude it's been a grind man it's been a grind so i'll catch myself I'm like dude i'm fucking complacent so i'll start fishing up ways to get uncomfortable it doesn't have to be buy all this nice shit it could be like okay cool we're, we're gonna buy a you know a two million dollar warehouse now you know it, we're gonna put give back to the company i just i need something just uh right now dude I, I live it's nothing crazy living two million dollar home i outgrew that shit years ago years ago So now what I have to go do, I'm looking at these 20, 30 million dollar, uh, no, I'm lying. I'm fucking lying. I'm looking at these five, 10 million dollar homes on Mal Soldad. And again, the wrong person could see that and say, hey, Mike's saying, spend all your money. Right. And I'm not saying that. I'm saying for me, I know it already exists. I know I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to get on the fucking bike, pedal, get smarter, work harder, Mm. rise to the occasion, level up. Got yeah. I got it. It's not, it's not the luxuries.
1: It's no, the leveling up. Yes, man. That's what it all. It's <laughs> not about. It. That's great, man. That's like, what it is
0: for me, for sure. A hundred percent.
1: How do you? How do you instill that? Like, what conversations do you have with uh, Juliana? How yep. old is she now? Yeah,
0: she's thirteen. What conversations are you having with her right now? Um, about about what Dad's accomplishing. Yeah, I. I. It's it's what we're talking about. Really, you're beautiful. Nice. You're smart. You're perfect. Oh, your, your, your friend Elliot doesn't like, you no more your best friend since seventh grade. Don't worry about that. Okay. What did you you do? I don't really, are you telling me the truth? I don't see nothing wrong with that. Okay. That sells more, that sells more about Elliot than you. If she's your friend, she'll come back. There's plenty of, I'm just, you know, just empowering her, man. Tell her the fucking truth. You're, you're, you know, um, and, 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 uh, every now and then, you know, we go to the mall. Hey, John, you want some shoes? Like, I'm not gonna go damn mall and fucking buy a whole bunch of nice stuff and like not take care of my family. Yeah, you just come watch me and carry my bags. Uh, <laughs> it's fun, right? Do, do you want some shoes? She'll go. She'll get the vans and she'll look at the price, and I'll I'll, I'll nip it quick. Like, what do you what are you looking at the price? Why? Oh, those are expensive. They're they're eighty nine dollars. Oh, dude, they're only eighty nine. Are you kidding me? I already know what she's saying. Nice. It's expensive. John, it's $89. It's, it's no money. It's just, it's money. So, you know, I, I'll correct her in that way. Um, with the academics, my wife handles that. She's doing the homework with her and dealing with her teachers and yeah. Um, I'm, I'm more focused on life after high school. Yeah. 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 I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking about fucking traditional education. I'm not a hater, but like. Oh, I am. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm just like, why the
1: Well, they brainwash you. That's what, yeah, that's what I've learned uh, just watching my kids. And everyone can have their opi- uh, opinion. Uh, I've just watched my kids and my kids struggled, my oldest struggled in finance. Okay. Okay. His dad does finance. Right. And he didn't come to me for help. So yeah, guess what yeah. I did? I let him fail. Mm. He didn't come to me for yeah, help. he didn't reach. I'm not gonna-
0: He didn't reach, yeah.
1: Yeah, you got, hey man, you, you got to step up if you want something. So this year, do you know what his attitude is? His senior year- fucking proud as hell he's doing homework on his own doesn't need to be told so the reason why i dig in on on parenting yeah it's like these limiting beliefs that we instill within our kids oh, are hey, actually yeah. what's making life harder totally, for our future generations yes and you as a business owner yes. how many how many younger employees do you have at limelight huh.
0: i keep getting right? older you, you you've i'm sure you've seen it i keep getting older my team get, keeps getting younger yeah I, I got, dude, I got, I have a 21 year old kid on my team. Okay. His ass on the conservative side makes over 30 K a month in his pocket. Okay. He's about to take over my Lamborghini. He's in a penthouse in downtown San Diego. It's $12,000. He's my vice president. He's been with me since he was 17. Really? He graduated high school early. What's his name? Trey Toner. So. But
1: what I, ha- I have a
0: whole bunch of those kids.
1: Oh, I bet. I, yes. I've seen, I, I've yeah. seen stuff. So, yeah. and I think it's that I believe in connecting the dots. Yeah. So you got to do your homework, and you said, "Hey, you gotta you gotta skill up." So before I have someone in that seat, I always think about, "Hey, skilling up." So I, I saw you sharing the successes of your team, the pushups, oh, yeah, yeah. the energy. Uh, yeah, yeah. You got you're putting the energy out there of empowerment. Like, hey, I'm gonna show. I've already done the path. Yeah. You got to follow the model. and yes, You got to do
0: the fucking work. Yes, man. Hell right. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That that's why I went through all the bullshit. I, I, we had to sleep in the office. We had to eat dirt. We had to get evicted because whatever bullshit. Like, I'm like, dude, me and John Payne, my business partner, we've been clearing the paveway so you goofballs after us don't got to deal with all the dumb shit. I'm like, Trey, dude, if I was your age, bro, if I was 21, I'll kick the shit out of you on the sales floor. Don't get it fucked up. right? Like, that's kind of the, the attitude. Here is a game and vehicle because I love you and I want to see you do good. Here's some support. Here's some fucking whatever. Yeah. Hundred percent. You know what I uh, respect about what you're doing is you're opening up
1: doors for other people in the community. Yeah.
0: yeah. And you, that
1: really makes a difference. So like, what are you doing back to give back to? Good question.
0: Good question. Um, so we were like the biggest donors last year, this time actually to, Oh, they told me not to, I got okay. Foster is the right word to the foster children. There's a, there's a group host, uh, um, food drives, it's real big during this time, you know, holidays, food drives for those that need toy drives for, for children in need. That's a big thing that we do. Uh, we're speaking at San Diego state next. You should come with me. Really? I heard there's gonna be like three, 4,000 people there. Entrepreneur class. Let's go. They, they, I apparently, love, apparently I'm the guy. So yeah. So we do that.
1: So you're going to be talking in front of three to 4,000 San Diego state students. That's right. That's all my, my alma mater.
0: No shit. I'd love to join you. Okay, done. That'd be amazing. Done. I'll bring my own videographer. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, Congratulations, man. So let me think. Let me see. What else do we do? That's good. Um, food drives, toy drives. Um, uh, some of our team members will go downtown, hand out food to to those in need. Yeah. Um, I guess what I'm mainly asking is like the young the young guys
1: on. Uh, Young girls and gals that are on your team, okay. Like, how come you're passionate about changing trajectory for other people, not just your family? Because yeah. yeah. you are showing. Yeah. I mean, you're you're a heck of a leader in the sense that you're doing, which is, hey, how, ma- how many people supported you yeah. on your rise? Oh yeah. And now, what impact are you making on other people? I mean, yeah. that that's what I
0: commend you for. Okay, so before I give the answer, let me tell you who I was back in the day. So I I like to identify myself as Robin Hood. Okay, Robin Hood is like take from the rich. And give to the poor i'm not really trying to take it from anybody but i'm like let me go get this fucking data this information and let me go bring it back to my peoples okay so growing up uh you know rough and tough whatever i have a a little brother his name is mark he's our number two in the company okay so i hate saying that because i feel like he got a free fucking stairway to the top i didn't interview (laughs) him i didn't made no decisions i don't talk about his payroll like john you got to deal with mark yeah, I'm. I, I, I'm introverted on it. I'm like, of course, he's Mike's brother. Anyways, he's seven years younger than me, and he was a stud football player. He led the sitting tackles his senior year. Okay, and uh, his his friends, you know, popular Kid, they used to come to our house growing up. Like six to ten of the top the running backs there, the linebackers there, whatever. So always, I always had this position as a big bro, and they, you know, they're going out now. They're in high school. they would fuck around and. Yo, Mike, some motherfucking San Diego State kids try to bully. It. Where are you guys at? So I was, I was always like a protector. That was always like, and I go look back. I moved out of my house. Hey, Mark, you know, do you and AJ and Chris and Aaron B want to come over? Uh, uh, we're going to do A, B, and C. They'd come over and we'd hang out. We would watch movies. We would walk the dogs. I lived at, next to the Claremont Square. And it was just like Big Bro Mike. Like, it, I just love to take care of these kids. You know, they, it was my brother would get pissed because those guys started to become closer to me right. than, than him. <laughs> hey, hey, brother. He calls me brother. Brother, what are you doing? Oh, AJ's here. What the hell? And he didn't call me? You know, so that's just, I've always wanted to be a big brother. Okay, so now I'm getting out of high school. I start working out at the gym and I had this vision, dude. I had a fucking, I, I was telling myself a lie that a big bro would come. Okay. And the big bro would be like, dude, you're, you're, you got a good personality. Hey bro. Man, I see you here all the time. Hey dude. Um, Mike, right? Hey man, what do you know about real estate? Hey, what do you know about being an entrepreneur? I was waiting for a fucking big brother to come yeah. and quote unquote rescue me. And he never fucking came. Fuck. And I was telling myself this. I was like waiting for the guy to pull up in the gym with a Ferrari and be like, Hey bro, do you like fucking sports cars? And he was going to mentor me. Never fucking happened. You had this vision? That is fucking great. Daily. Daily. That is great. Daily, dude. It never happened. It never came? No. Where was the guy in the Lambo? How dare he? (laughs) never fucking came. How dare him? Wow. So as I started to come up, I was like, dude, I'm going to be that fucking big brother that never came for me. But so so I started to think about like, what's my purpose? Mm. I got two purposes. I'm talking about like my fucking strip me butt ass naked right now. Okay, send me to the fucking moon. Here's my purpose, regardless. I got two purposes, man. One is to help those often left behind. That's one. Six-year-old single mom, two-time felon, graduating high school. Okay, overlooked, underappreciated, underpaid. No one ever thought it was going to be shit. Very few people did. To help those often left behind. I know my creator gave me a little more strength, a little more intelligence. So it's it's, it's almost like a uh, responsibility To take care of my peoples, man. Who the fuck are my peoples? Short, tall, brown. No, fucking good people that are deserving, that want it. That's my purpose, one. Got one more. Wow. My second purpose is to free my family and my people. What does free mean? Financial freedom. That's that's the game right now. So my my wife knows the deal. She knows what we're going to do over the next decade. Diana, we're going to go grab these doors and we're going to yeah. get fucking what they call uh mailbox money. Diana, wh- I asked her, I don't, I don't tell her this is what we're doing. We, we agree on it. And then we do it together. Dana, what do you, you know, Dana, we're going to go get fucking 10,000 doors. What the hell are we going to do when we're like just cash flowing, like literally $8 million a month. And we're, She's like, we're going to go help people. I said, exactly. Mm. So you'll see me in, this, in these next coming years do what I said. Helping people in Africa, helping people in Mexico, so I just um, that's help those off left behind, and and free my family, my people. And if you want to ask me whyers why the young kids, it's because I asked so much of them. They're they're going to be there, They're 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 in the morning at seven thirty. We're watching the Tom Brady documentary tonight at seven uh, seven thirty p.m. Pizza party. Not a lot of fucking people are going to do that shit that are married and they ain't got their own shit. Yeah. So these young kids are just like. Fuck it. I want to jump on this rocket. So, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> shit. This, you're, got, you're, I, this is like a therapy session for me
1: now. <laughs> so, very few times am I speechless.
0: You
1: stop the, the host. Uh, <laughs> your two purposes? Holy yeah. shit, man. Thank you. I'm in. Thank you. Like, whatever. It's uh, the reason why I'm an advocate for individuals like yourselves. Is nothing was handed to you. Everything yeah. that everything you've accomplished in life, thank you, man. was was with you. And you talk about Diana so much. Yeah,
0: like, yeah. how long have you guys been married? Shit. The reason why I say technically seven years, but we we've, yeah. we've been together. It'll be fifteen in February. Congratulations. So the reason why I say technically, thank you. I was married the first day I met her. Really, it, 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 it was. It it it, it's one of those things where like I knew this gal my whole life I know her from another lifetime type shit like yeah. it just what blows your mind about her? she's uh, real as fuck okay she doesn't talk like me doesn't act like me she's just very genuine really good person really good person just really good person mm. Um, I would say that's it she fucking loves me dude unconditionally I'm still human may have a challenging day once a year at least I can go home and you know have a, a shoulder. Supports me. She's been there since the very beginning. She don't give a shit about no money. She just wants her kids to be happy. She wants me to be happy. She wants none of that shit. Yeah, thank you. She just, That's what's important. She's a really good fucking person. Um, When I first met her, dude, I was in a relationship. And I seen her. I walked in just like the Lamborghini. I was like, uh oh, fuck that. that that's mine. My, my mouth dropped. I was like, damn, she's a fox and then we start we when first time we hung out she was a lot of fun dude just hey you want to go dance? Yeah, let's go. What do you like? Just uh be a uh, you know um a lot of fun, good personality, very genuine, beautiful girl. Um great fucking person, man. Yeah.
1: What what's the one thing that she does that makes you better every day?
0: Oh shit, dude. She uh so I have some coaches I deal with. And uh, they do a lot of shit outside of business. They like put my ass in check. Like, you know, my my life, man. It's it's a different kind of lifestyle. Yeah. You know, like I'm fucking out every week. Like, not on Saturdays. Like, Diana, my business partners come to town. We're going to Javier's. I'll be home at eight. Eight becomes one o'clock. Like, nothing crazy. We don't do drugs or no shit like that. But you know, hey, Diana. By by the way, I just got a phone call. I got to go to Houston. Like, right? Yeah. And I have these coaches that keep me in check, not again for business, but like just alignment, dude, just making sure I'm not doing bullshit, whatever that means, whatever. It could be anything. Yeah. She daily is like, did you talk to your coaches? Did you talk to your coaches? Got it. I don't want to go fucking talk to those guys right now. Those guys are being mean to me. Yeah. So, yeah that's that's what's going on right now she, she she's the one that's checking you <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and we
1: we all need that in in uh <laughs> you were uh we were talking about 2024 yeah you got some big things coming up for yep. for life how come the expansion
0: yeah so um what makes
1: it the right time for expansion
0: yeah so just you know give these guys some context uh we have uh, about 100 people on our team give or take um, at our San Diego office we have, it's not big. There must be about 30 people there, seven all across the country and outside the country. I'd say there's like 35 people there. So I started looking around. I'm like, okay, Tesla, Apple. I started looking around these big companies. Okay, McDonald's. There's not one McDonald's. There's not one Tesla. There's a presence at these local markets. Right. There's a Tesla in San Francisco. There's a Tesla in San Diego. There's, there's m- multiple Teslas, Fashion Valley, Mission Valley, like an Escondido, like, so, you know, they say success leaves clues. Mm-hmm. So, what I wanted to what what not what I want to do, what I'm going to do and what I'm doing now is I I'm, I'm going to go penetrate local markets. Instead of doing like a national ad and say, "Hey, uh everybody in the United States and beyond, my name is Mike, hear my bullshit." It's like, "Hey, what's up Los Angeles? It's your boy Mike Merritt and I just moved to your city. Listen up." There you go. Totally different, yeah. right? So, we need to uh, we need to go penetrate at a local market be involved in the community, out of local market, have more of a presence on these major cities all across the country. And then what we're going to do is take our shop and pretty much plant those all across the U S and, um, yeah, we'll have a thousand reps and that's what we're doing. Why a thousand? We'll fucking, I talked to Steve spray, Grant Cardone's top guy. He's like, we're going to have a thousand reps over the next 18 months. I was like, I ain't letting Grant fucking beat me. Okay. Um, but there's a little bit more to that. So I'm watching a Hulu documentary um, On WeWork You gotta check it out They try to butcher the guy It's a great documentary It makes him look good to me So the guy that was funding money For WeWork He meets uh, A Japanese cat Who's like the he, he created the biggest fund Investment fund In the history of man Okay His fund is bigger than Every other fund in the United States wow. Okay This cat goes and visits him In New York And you know He's there and he's going to, you know, the, the WeWork uh, CEO and founder is going to pitch him to invest. So the dude, you know, he's like, hey, I just want to come by, shake your hand. We're not they today. They're out of respect, I want to let you know. I, I, I take you serious, but I have to go. He's like, can I just go with you? He's like, all right, I'm going to Fifth Avenue whatever. So the WeWork guy is pitching the billionaire investor and saying, hey, we're going to expand here. The Billner, the Japanese guy, says, who wins in a fight? The smart guy or the crazy guy? Who wins in the fight? Crazy guy. Crazy guy, of course. Yes. Right? He says, your expansion is not crazy enough for me. It, it's not crazy. Right? Like, you want to fucking go... And then I, I got to go look at it. We work open, like, what Was it... What was it... A thousand... Was it 350 or 3,500 locations within three years... He went back and pitched the guy again. He invested. So that inspired me. Think bigger. Think fucking bigger. Yeah, you know, at this rate, I'm not gonna have my hundred million dollar car collections.
1: No way. Well, <clears throat> Mike, you know what the funny thing is with uh inflation, yeah, the way it is, recession is coming. Oh, so insane, I dude. think for you to look at the opportunity of it, yeah, is brilliant. Yeah. Like, because it, when you talk about Looking bigger, I hear a lot of people talking about goal setting, write it down, Yeah, but you're right. Limiting beliefs, like society pounds on our, on people's yeah. passions and dreams to, hey, that's too much. That's yeah. too hard. Get realistic. You, get realistic. Yeah. Why? Why get realistic? I think you should be more unrealistic.
0: Yeah. Tell that to Elon Musk. Get realistic, Elon. Can't go to Mars, man. It's never been done. Yeah. It's stupid. No way. There's no way. I didn't really answer your question about goal setting. Yeah. Um, I need to get better. I will get better. I am better, but you should be writing down your goals every day.
1: Do you and write down your goals every day? What do you do with your guys when it comes to goal setting
0: with okay, your team? Great question. So I have a playlist. I'll give it to you. Um, There's a song called experience, spiritual song, you know, classical music. And what we'll do is we'll, we'll get in the room in the morning. We'll play that song. It's about four minutes and we'll do it as a group. Fucking lights off, you got the purple lighting and, you know, uh, and what we do is we'll write down our goals for the length of that song. So for me, when I write my goals down, you should do this daily. Whatever. let say if you don't have a target, you're not gonna hit the target. If you're not saying I'm going to go to New York city, you're not going to go to New York city. If you're not gonna say I'm going to become a multimillionaire, if that's the goal, it's not going to happen. You have to have a goal first. Okay. So now, um, what, what I do is I write down goals. Of, I write down things that I need to do every single day. I am a world-class father for my wife, family, friends, daughters, and business associates. I win every single day. My life is filled with happiness, abundance, and health. So I write down goals that need to be done daily. I write down goals that need to be done in in the near future, you know, like between now and 12 months. I write down goals that need to be done in the far future. I own 10,000 investment properties. The language I use is not, I will have, it's like, I own. I'm right, present. Present. It's already yeah, done. It's your identity. Forget I live it. in the most luxurious home on Mount Soldad. I own a one hundred million dollar car collection. I write down weird shit. I'm the most creative person and influential person on the planet. I'm writing that shit down. It's weird for most people. Yeah, bro. And you're doing it every day. Fuck yeah. Admission. And you're passing that on to your team. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll do play that first song. Second song is gratitude. Gratitude. So, you know, you'll text your aunt, you'll text your brother. Hey, Ricky, just want to shout you out, dude. I know we're going to see each other on, on Christmas, but dude, I'm thinking about you. I love you. Thank you for always being there for me. And, uh, you know, just want to send you some love this morning and the kids. So what happens is we do that every day, right? You start running out of people. You'll start connecting with family members that you had an argument with two years ago. You'll, you'll hear it you'll hear fucking in the room. I already know what that means. This guy hasn't talked to his mom in six months. It happens fucking all the time. So it's goals and gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Yeah. Daily. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: Talk about a great spokesman for San Diego.
0: No, I'll take let's it, bro. Go, bro. I'll
1: take it, man. <laughs> Come on now. I'll I'm so it. glad that we connected. Yeah. Hell yeah. Have um, fun, man. Brand, let, let's talk about branding and marketing. Absolutely. What, what's the difference between brand and
0: marketing for you? Yeah. So branding is, it's, it's like, you think, think of Mike Barron. Okay. Let me, let me give you another one. Okay. I know you're not the, um, I know you're not the rap guy, but I know you know this name. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. You got a picture. Come on. It's the wee guy. Yeah. What's up, man? It's, your do- it's the LBC thing. It's, it's you know, we know Snoop Dogg. Come Bro, on. I am a rap guy. I'm more a Tupac, O-S-P- Dr. Dre. Tupac. Yeah, those guys. Look, I think, let's say Tupac. Yeah. Best rapper ever, in my Tupac. opinion. Okay. He's a beast. You, you got the bandana. You got the thug life. You got the West side. Like, instantly. Like, like you know, like branding your your identity. What is it? What is your, what is your image? What is your... uh Public persona, what is it? So, um, when when I was in my teens into my early 20s, I dressed like a gangster. Cortez, Kakisu, Ben Davis, Chuck Taylors, fucking Fat Laces. And I kind of grew out of that. Cool, great. So now, uh, in my my 20s, outside of work, I used to wear Nike jumpsuits. Um, You know, $150 Nike jackets. Uh, uh, the vinyl, Windbreaker. You know, $200 Jordans, whatever. I met another coach named Shaq. And he says, uh, Mike, um, you're, you're, you're not really going to attract the money you want. I said, why? He's like, you don't dress like success. I said, what are you talking about? He's like, bro, go invest in a nice Hugo boss. Go invest. In-. I'm like, I, ha- I was like, I have all this shit. I was in corporate, bro. I got fucking thousand dollars. I was like, I'm done with that shit. I was like, I'll meet you in the middle though. I said, bro, I, my, my favorite thing, um, my favorite music is rap. You know, like my early mentors were like Tupac and Snoop and like Dr. Dre and Ice Cube and all those cats. I said, I'm going to start dressing like fucking Lil Wayne and 2 Chainz. This is 2018, 2019. So that's where all this shit came from. Right. It's all made up. It's like Hugh Hefner in the 70s. There's a story. The fucking pipe and the, you know, the, the coat. It's all made the up. The smoky jackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So now I go to Russell Brunson's deal, funny Hacking, Funnel Hacking Live. There's 5,000 people there. I show up random ass people in, in in Florida. Hey man, you're the Lamborghini guy. Hey man, you're the Gucci guy, huh? You're the. It's all fucking. It's, hey hey Mike man, you're, where's your Lambs at? It, I I feel like you can create that influence. I've heard this. It takes like six months to create like that brand identity. But it, it, dude, guess what? It's me. It's authentic. My wife would would not argue like that's not Mike Barron. I'm always the same way, dude. I'm the, like this at a parent conference teacher. You know, I may not cuss as much, right? So that's that's branding, right? Like that's branding. Um. If Mike Tyson walked around, we know we have an idea what we would get. Okay, if Jim Carrey walked in, I know he's not here to make us all laugh every second, but we had an idea what we would get. That's that's the branding, right? So now marketing to me is how you deploy it, how you disseminate it, how do you how do you push it out? Now, here's the brand. Here here's what it is. Here's the wrapper. This is what it looks like. How do we get it out into who? How do you push it out? How? What is the messaging to reach a public? So that's my two cents. And you guys are doing a
1: fucking great job with the amount of clients that you're getting. So what? What's the big? Uh, what's the
0: big brand on your hit list that you want? Is uh, there one? Yeah. So I have a. Um. So we call it the client client avatar. Which oh, okay. Is, which is yeah. like your ideal customer? Yep. Um. So my client avatar for my academy. Uh, his name is Casey Cox, which is a real person. It's a 21 year old that has big dreams, big goals, big ambitions. May not go the college route, uh, but is looking for he's he's looking for something. He wants to fucking be great. Doesn't know how to be great. Um, may not you know may not fit some of the normal social norms. Might might be a little rough around the edges, possibly. And and sees me. He's like, "Fuck this! I, this guy looks like my uncle." Not by my skin color or not by my ethnicity. Like, this guy reminds me of my my, my older bro, Ricky, man. Uh, so that's for our academy. But guess what? We have tall people, short people. We have, I have a, uh, uh, a doctor that should just join us, Colleen, who loves me. You know, like, so that's for that. So now I have a different offer. It's an inner circle offer. And these are people that want to either get to multiple seven or eight figure earners. So now I'm, I'm producing seven figure earners now. And, uh, that group is, uh, a little bit more mature, you know, that they're going to go anywhere from like 29 to to 50 years old and beyond. And they're like, Mike, I've been successful. I make, you know, a quarter million a year or Mike, I made seven figures, but how do I get to what you're doing? Right. And I'm teaching them how to scale a business. So two different, I, I have a whole product line, dude. Nice. Whole product line. Yeah. I'm so excited to see it. Yeah. You'll see it. It's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah. You're, you're going to love it, dude. I, yeah. I'm already loving it. Uh, Mike, <clears throat> who do you want to thank before we wrap up? Damn. Who are people that, I mean, we already know Diana, and your kids and your family. Yeah. Uh, who are people that you want to thank?
0: I, man, I'm, I'm going to have to go to, uh, I'm going to have to go to Diana first. Um, you know, they're all the crazy shit. She always, she, she, she fucking believed in me mm. and uh, I want to answer your question, but I want to, I went to Grant Cardone's office, dude, and I got my ass handed to me. I was like the star quarterback in high school that went to the big school that mm-hmm. was sitting on the bench and wasn't shit. I went over there, dude, and I got my ass handed to me. That's amazing. It, it, so I'm calling her at night. I'm like, "This is tough. I don't know if I can do this." And she's like, "They wouldn't invite you. They would uh, invite you over there if they didn't think you're amazing. You can do it. You like." She got me through that tough time. She was in San Diego. I, I went to Florida, Miami. Um, but I, you know, there's so many things she's done. There's a million things she's done and more. So I want to thank her. Number one, uh, that's first. I want to thank my aunt Caroline. Uh, she's like, um, she's like my older sister. You know, my mom had me at 16, so she was like, shit, nine years old when I was born, and I was I was in the household with them. You know, I didn't have my mom was a kid. So no matter what I do, or no matter fucking how big my head gets, she's like, boy, listen. I will come through this phone right now and smack you. So what are you going to do? Are you going to apologize, Diana? Or do I have to... She she still thinks I'm like that five-year-old boy. It's the weirdest shit ever. But I, I play my position, whatever. Uh, and not only that, she was she didn't have no dad. She got a job at 15 years old. She taught me how to drive. She got me. She helped me get my first thing. When I was in juvenile hall, she got me... She's just an angel that was sitting here for me. And she's been... Um, She's she's the the person I look up to in my family the most. Thank you. And she's doing her thing. She's been working at the courthouse for thirty years. She's about to be fifty, but she owns investment properties and all this shit. She's doing good. Look at that investor. Yeah, man. So her um, her sister, my mom's second uh, oldest sister, uh, Auntie Michelle. She was she's like my mom. I'm not close to my mom. She's like my mom. She's like the soft pillow. Don't make Auntie Caroline mad because holidays like. So her, my grandma, rest in peace. I call her mom. Uh, I want to thank her, absolutely. Um, I want to thank uh, John Pena, who is my business partner. And he was there since the very beginning. And I just made him a partner. Shit. That must have been, what, six, 60 days ago max. He's been How, come? How come you made him a partner? Um, So... I, I made him a partner because it's, it's warranted and it's deserving. He's he's making ninety. Listen, thank you. He's he's making over ninety percent of the decisions in our organization. Amazing. I don't I don't I I, I, I go like this. I don't play games. I make the game. Uh, here's the location. Here's the facility. Here's the offers. Um, here's how we get leads, and here's all the policies and SOPs. And here, Johnny Payne, make it happen. He's like I I made all this shit up. And John Pena is like running the play. And I just wanted to make sure I made, made him whole. I, you know, he's, I'm, I've been knowing the guy almost a decade. He's, he, he's, he's 10 years He's 29 years old. Wow. Yeah. So I keep getting older. He was that 19, 20 year old. He was you know, your 19 year old. Yes. I, I'm telling you when I was 35, I had the 20 year old when I was 36. I, you know, I mean, there's more mature people, but so I want to thank him. And, uh, specifically and I, I man, I don't want to fucking be cheesy here but I just want to thank everyone that are that supports and shows love um you know I'll have a gal that's been following me for three four years on IG she'll hit me randomly even though someone else handles it and she'll say hey Mike you don't know me I don't know you I've been following you on Instagram for the last three and a half years and you know your your motivation your growth it's very inspiring when I have a tough day I tune to your stuff and it helps me get through and hopefully one day I'll, I'll uh, get a chance to meet you thank you for all the good you do that shit melts me, dude. Every, that shit melts me because I had no idea. You're talking about three and a half years. So I want to thank people like that, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's what I want to thank. I want to thank you, man. That's amazing, man. <laughs> For the platform. Like, um, I hope you had
1: fun. <laughs>
0: I had a, good I had a time. great
1: time. This is in the the first, oh, well, this is the first time, but this is not the last time that you come on because we're going to see all your successes as you expand into
0: Los Angeles, Miami, yeah. New York, yeah. Where I'm else gonna, are you going, uh, dude? I'm. I listen. We got. Uh, we got Miami already named. We got Vegas already named. There you go. Uh, we got LA already named. We got SF already named. But we're gonna uh, New York already named. But we're we're every major city, every major city.
1: Let's just keep on telling the stories, my man.
0: I appreciate you being on. Yes, sir. I want to pitch something to you. Go for it. I can do that. Like. I fucking like this. I like, this is therapy to me. If you want to make me regular, I can pull up fucking every month, whatever the fuck it is. I'm just telling you, this is fun, man. And I really like your style, your people are really cool. And uh, thank you for the opportunity, man.
1: Oh, it means a lot. Like Mike, this is uh you only get what you go out and seek and uh, wanted to have you on the podcast. And you know, the more successful people from San Diego that we share their stories that are doing them for the right things for the right reasons, going back and helping others lift up, those are the people that we need to highlight. So Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what it's all 100% about. dude. That part right there. Yeah. So, I appreciate you my man. Thank you fam.